this is a topic that should not be in schools full stop because children are led to believe then if you're giving the kids a key to the car they're gonna think that they're old enough to drive it for the wrong to rule the good must just stand idly by hello and welcome back to lawrence foxy's show for reclaim the media sorry it's been a while i've been doing gb news and it's exhausting but quite fun Anyway, um, this week I am very, very lucky to be joined by Kim Isherwood from Public Child Protection Wales, who is fighting doggedly for the rights of children and their innocence in Welsh schools. So um, without further ado, hi Kim, how are you doing? Thank you for having me, I really appreciate it. Kim, just for the people who don't know, could you um, could you just outline uh, why you find yourself where you find yourself and what it is you're trying to achieve? Well, I think most people are aware right now, well, by now, that there is a massive woke agenda going on in the schools. And we've been introduced to these new sex education lessons, quite graphic, um, no science behind them and very, very sexual. But what's happened here in Wales is something very serious We've had a new piece of legislation which mandates this sex education from age three to 16 with no parental opt-out. It is no longer a standalone subject. It is embedded in every single subject across the curriculum from age 36 months. There's no opt-out. There's no say. They're not showing us any lesson content. We really are stuck between a rock and a hard place. What's happened now, we've just um, we've just had a, a judicial review and the judge has sided with the courts basically confirming that people in Wales and um, with the judicial system being England and Wales, England needs to be careful, uh, that we have no parental rights. If we did have parental rights, they would have been tiny to begin with anyway. So we're dealing with a serious issue here, um, a very serious issue. Sex dominates one quarter of our children's mandatory subjects from age 3 to 16. I've been aware of this kind of education for 10 years now. It's actually called comprehensive sexuality education. It's something all four countries in the UK have adopted in March 2017. So we're in the same storm, we're just in different boats. As I said, I've been following this for 10 years um, since it first landed in Spain. So to find it referenced in my own documents, I was absolutely horrified. Uh, it didn't take a lot for us to start the campaign because, like I said, what have I seen? I've seen books on bondage for four-year-olds, masturbation for four-year-olds in England in 241 schools, bondage, anal sex, you name it, it's there. Some things I've had to Google so the moment we seen that this was potentially coming to us, we had to act and we had to act fast. We started off on a preventative campaign and we're now at the stage where it's damage limitation. Absolutely. And um, so you've you've had the judicial review and, the, and surprise, surprise, the establishment do want to go along with this disgusting, uh, family-destroying hypersexualization of our children. But it's going to be a yeah. appeal because you guys oh, are no, never going to no, give no, up, no. are you? Which is what's so important. Well, today the appeal goes in today, actually. And today is also the same day that the government are coming after us for £50,000 costs. So they're fighting us with public money, plus they're charging us the public money as well. So, yeah, we are appealing. We believe that the higher the court, the louder the message. There is no giving up on this. 
Uh, what's happened here in Wales? 88% of us rejected this in a consultation. They went ahead anyway. We had 5,300 signatures on a petition. They threw our debate out. They're just constantly going against us at every stage. But we're parents and we're going to rise to the occasion. The sky is the limit. The higher the court, the louder the message. It's as simple as that. Well, it's also shocking. Uh, I mean, even to your average person, it's shocking that uh, people of not great financial means are being asked to stump up 50,000 quid. Uh, and th- that's despite the fact that you've lodged an appeal. So you would have thought in any, even even in the slightly fairest the minimally fairest legal system that you wouldn't be being chased by the government for 50 grand until your appeal had been heard. But that's not the case, is it? They want the money before the appeal is heard. No, well, that's it. They want the money today. They've We've already spent £58,000 to date. You know, we've fundraised that. We, we've spent all that on legal fees so far, the court applications. We had to pay them £12,000 in the summer because we asked for an injunction on it. So we really have tried, you know, just to have a voice. We, we're not, we, we are not parents who want to stop sex education as, as we perceive it to be. But this is not a sex education that people think it is. If it was about biology, then why have they removed science as one of the mandatory subjects? Nothing makes sense. Nobody wants it. Nobody wants it apart from the government. No. And do you think it's just that, do you think there's a general sense of apathy amongst people at the moment? Or do you think that parents just don't know and they trust schools? We've we've got this instinctive sort of across the the United Kingdoms, uh, uh, we've got this belief that schools are are a safe place where our kids can go in loco parentis, but they've now essentially just become indoctrination factories, haven't they? Well, they're not just indoctrination factories. I've done a lot of research into schools. I've got 15 years education policy and and I've got criminology under my belt as well. So schools, yeah, they are supposed to be places of safeguarding, but that's not necessarily the case. What we're dealing with here, we're dealing with three different types of teachers. So we've got the woke brigade who are very much institutionalised. They only know an educational environment. Very fortunate to go school, college, university into another school. Then we've got the teachers who can't wait to get out of there. They, 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 they're going to uh, be retiring soon. They generally are good. And then what people aren't discussing is the fact that schools are institutions and they are places of sexual abuse and sexual offending. So that's where my concern lies because I've got 23 years experience of institutional sex abuse. So I always look at the darker uh, corners of this and I daily I study the lost statistics. So to convince me this is safe and nobody's getting gratification from it, I want to see people's brains wired up and I want to read it. You know, I'm not easily convinced, Lawrence. These are discussions people don't want to be having. These are the doors I want, the doors I want to open, the discussions I want to be having. But nobody seems to um, understand that. We are led to believe schools are places of safeguarding. We are groomed by the position, you know. Automatically, we're groomed as a position of trust. Well, if the papers were reported accurately, you looked at the most recent reports by the Independent Inquiry into Child Sex Abuse, you'll see sex abuse in schools is, and I quote, an open secret. So, you know, this is not, there are issues there already, existing issues, safeguarding flaws, left, right and centre, and that's what this campaign is about. We want Wales to be the safest place in the world for raising and educating children, and I don't think that's a crime, and I certainly don't think that's worth 
uh, in, ex- in excess of £100,000 to achieve? No, I think it's absolutely, it makes total common sense. If you were to try and, um, you know, lean in philosophically into why this is taking place, um, where w- where would you point the fingers and, wh- and, and where would you say that society has reached a point where this sort of stuff is even vaguely acceptable? Oh, where do I start that? <clears throat> well, we're in a situation where we're actually queering everything right now. Um, as I know people don't like to hear this or don't like to believe it, but we are edging towards a system where childhood is non-existent. You know, um, children are equal. Or yeah, permanent. Well, t- children are equal to adults. All- In our own sex education documents, you know, the work by Professor Emma Reynolds, she doesn't believe in childhood. She thinks innocence is a myth. Well, what kind of world are you living in? What kind of world are you experiencing if you believe childhood innocence is a myth or it doesn't exist? So this is what we're dealing with here. We're dealing with two groups of people, one group of common sense, who I call the human human race. Then we've got another group of people, which I don't know what planet they're on, and we are labeling them the human disgrace because they don't recognize childhood innocence. And, you know, it... When people don't recognise that, you do have to question where they come from. Well, yeah, I think yeah, I think the thing is, it, essentially, it's a it's a circular problem, isn't it? You know, uh, what, once this sort of stuff starts in schools, it then you create the next uh, generation of people that believe in it more, and it becomes and it just it becomes like a, a snowball rolling down a hill. It gets bigger and bigger and bigger. More and more taboos are touched. You know, as you say, childhood is is non-existent. I mean, what you know that opens the door for what they now call minor attractive people and paedophiles and we are seeing a rise in um we're we're seeing a rise in sexual assault between children in schools as well aren't we with this education plan that's going forward so it just makes absolutely no sense to me whatsoever absolutely absolutely and this this is supposed to safeguard the children well we know children are engaging in these activities afterwards you know um we know there was an assault in school in scotland after these lessons but they say in a safe well my argument there is when you're protecting your car from a car thief you think like a car thief when you're protecting your house from a burglar you think like a burglar but we've got these systems in school claiming to protect children from predators when the people delivering it know nothing at all about predators so how do they know how to spot a pirate disclosure how do they know how to spot a model of offending they simply do not so when you can't deliver things then in a critical way you're dealing with what's essentially the definition of indoctrination anyway so we keep coming full circle on it you know this is a topic that should not be in schools, full stop, because children are led to believe then if you're giving the kids a key to the car, they're going to think that they're old enough to drive it. When you're telling children this is something adults do, they can't wait to experience it. And then again, let's look at the, the women's rights and things like that. We've got women out there fighting for their rights, whilst we've got a big, massive tsunami of little girls in school being led to, to believe and think differently anyway. So why are we fighting for our rights when the next generation are going to think completely different? And that's down to the schools, you know? Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. I think that, I, I think fundamentally across the West, women are being wiped out generally of, of the conversation uh, in, in all ways. And, and, I, and it seems so strange to me that, you know, all of the... You know, uh, 
the suffragette movement seems to have gone backwards. Every piece of civil rights advances that we've made as a society, are we're, we're undoing. And it, it, for me, the only reason that that can be taking place is because there is a concerted effort to completely shift society as we see it. And one of the main and the main major casualties of that are women, and then even more. Uh, you know, worryingly and um, very darkly is is the removal of innocence of children. And, you know, it was one of the truisms that, you know, all of our grandparents said to us when we were little, you know, you know, stay, you, you're lucky, you're innocent, you know, you wait till you grow up and life becomes a bit more tough. And we're just trying to remove that boundary. And we're trying to turn our children into obedient little comrades essentially i think is what happening it is a cultural marxist movement that um is is out controlling schools and in higher education more broadly well it's funny you should say that because the children are being told in wales that they are very lucky they are the luckiest generation of all because they've got rights and now they've got rights they don't need their parents anymore you know yeah. it's very very sinister oh, God. you can't it, it's so bad because, you know, look, I, I'm 44 years old. I've got two kids. And I think that we have made advances where we can, you know, kids need to be listened to more and we need to, you know, we need to engage with our kids more and their feelings and not just children should be seen and not heard. So we are making these advances. But this is this is this is way beyond what is acceptable as state interference with the most crucial and precious relationship there is, which is between a parent and a child. And, you know, that's not to say that we don't think there are lots of different types of families. You've got single parent families, you've got same sex parents, you've got all of this stuff. But ultimately, the wisdom is passed from the parent to the child, and the child passes it on in return. It's the, the old Reagan quote, isn't it? That um, freedom is, is, isn't free, you know, it has to be passed on through the world. Do you, um, so in terms of the next stages of the court case, uh, you're, you're appealing up to a higher court now. Yes. So you, hopefully you'll, you, won't, you won't have the same judge. No. You'll get a new no. judge. And do you think it's going to, do you think, do you think you're going to hit, a, you, do you think you're going to finally find somebody who goes, hang on a minute, this isn't right? But to tell you the truth, I, I genuinely believe there was a cut and shut case, you know. Um, we just need to find a sensible judge. In my own personal opinion, I've got a respect for what the judge has said. I don't believe the judge was experienced enough to deal with a case of this magnitude. And I think there's a lot of liberalism in the background there. So I think we need somebody with, with a lot more experience and somebody with a bit of conservatism to them, you know which I think we will find the food chain. I, I really hope you do. There is a, there is a real dearth of, of, as you say, of conservative thought. And conserving is a good thing. But it's now becoming uh, sort of the dirtiest word in the British, uh, in the English yes. language, you know, that conservatism is a sign of bigotry and racism and hatred and, and all of these sorts of things. But actually, it's not. Conservatism goes all the way from conserving the innocence of children to conserving the, the, yes. the environment. And without a balanced political debate between uh, what what is so-called progressive liberalism, uh, or I call it hyper-liberalism, which is that yes. anything goes, you ne you do need a counterpoint to that. Um, and we seem to be totally without one. It's a dirty word, conservatism now, and that's such a shame. Because for us in the middle, I'm, I'm in the middle, really. I'm a liberal. Yeah, I'm, I'm exactly liberal. the same. I, you know, I'm... I'm I've recent, the word I say is the left left me. That's what I say, the left left me. I didn't leave the left, the left yeah. left me. I don't recognise... I don't recognise anything. I, I'm a big supporter of sex education, children's rights, and I'm stood here saying, 
stop this sex education and these rights ain't right. You know, so I feel I, I feel like a little bit of a hypocrite. I've spent my entire life promoting these things and now I'm at the forefront trying to prevent them. You know, I just, this has happened hard and fast and I'm just absolutely amazed that we're in this situation and we can't, we, we can never give up, you know, whether the court helps us or not. We have started a movement here in Wales. We have united all religions, all races, um, all sexualities. And this is why the media won't touch us. Because when their camera comes into our crowd, they don't know if they're pointing it at a lesbian or a Christian. And that's the magic that's happening in Wales. Mm. That's what the government are scared of. And that's what the courts are scared of as well. Because there's a lot of organisations in this country who are supposed to be protecting minority groups who have since lost their power because of what's going on here. So we are at the start of something incredible. It's not going to be easy. We do foresee a difficult year. But I do, I do see sunshine at the end of it. I can't help. You have to be here and feel it to actually understand it, you know. And I think that's what the rest of the UK is lacking. If they came to Wales right now and stood with us and could see what's actually going on in this country, it is magical. And I do see this as an opportunity. I don't see it as a problem. I see it as an opportunity. I see everything as an opportunity. So I'm really excited. Well, that's it's so it's so good because the the most important thing, and pro- probably the reason why it's not being reported, is this is not yeah. a political problem. It's a, as you pointed out, it's an absolutely fundamental cultural problem. And one of the other things about it is it's deeply unnatural. So it won't succeed. You can't uh, you can't hypersexualize children. It's a very unnatural thing to do. It can work for a short period of time, but it won't work in the long run. So as you say, being optimistic about it is the best thing. So what can um, obviously uh, we're, we're going to help you the bad law projects are going to come in and provide all the support we can but in the meantime you've 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 been beavering away and doing your best uh to date where can people find you and where can people who are share who share your thinking and share my thinking and i think representative as you said of all religions and all sexualities where can people um support you so we do have a website www.publicchildprotectionwales.org you can subscribe there or you can find us mostly on facebook we're mostly active and that's public child protection wales we do have another group as well, Education, Not Sexualization, RSE Concerns. And we're also in the process of, of putting together a UK-wide group. So if there's anybody out there who, who've already got their campaigns going against this, please get in touch. It's time to it's time to really unite the kingdom. We need to do what it says on the tin. So the best place to get us is on the website. You can message through there or email through there. Please subscribe. We are really slow on the website, but this is because we've had to do it all ourselves. We've had to learn this stuff ourselves from scratch just to just to rise to the occasion, basically. So bear with us. We are grassroots. We're a tiny team and we just need need as many people behind us as possible, really. And if people wanted to support you financially, would, where is there an option yeah, for that? Yeah, so there's also a donate link as well on our website. Uh, you'll find that as soon as you click on. If if, that's, if that option's no good for you, please send us a message. And Lucia, our accountant, she will give you further details there. 
Oh, I think it's the most important thing that we can do because, you know, I, I know it's a old sort of trite truism, but the children yeah. are our future. And if we don't do something to safeguard them, then we're in real, real trouble. Kim, um, I have nothing but huge, huge Im- uh, admiration for you, uh, for your bravery, for your doggedness, especially, you know, against against a government with a bottomless yes. pit of money. And um, I and everyone here supports you from the bottom of our hearts. And thank you so, so no, much. No, thank for you for having me. me. Thank you very much. Really appreciate it.